Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Pia is dying to talk about this episode. Yes, She's dying. She's dying. She's dying. I had to stop myself from voice noting Emily because I was giddy as fuck. <laughs> Pia, can you show me show us the ring again for those oh. of us who are watching? Woo! Oh, it's so good. Yes, I got it resized, so it's like before it was like falling, and you could like it was like going underneath because it was too big. But I got uh-huh. it resized. Looks so. It's so perfect. It's so you. Thank in ca- you. In case you missed it, Pia is engaged. I'm everybody. Engaged. Oh, She's and quickly, engaged. I want to thank all of Emily's listeners who have sent me venues in the UK and just random things for like. Protecting my ring and all that stuff. You guys are the bomb.com and all the Ooh, love. Protecting the ring. That's like what? Um, like uh, different like holders and just like ah, stuff like that. People yeah, have just been giving are me vital. Ad- yeah. People have been giving me advice and just just being lovely. I felt so loved. Aw. You guys are the best. You guys are. Um, all right, let's start with Miami, get Miami out of the way, and then we can go into <laughs> Beverly Hills. <laughs> like it's like get let's get it out of the way. Well, it's like the whole episode was happening and I'm like, I don't even, I don't really care about that. I don't really care about that. And then they finally get to the part that matters and then they end the episode. I'm like, this kind of keeps happening. That's what I was going to say, Emily. You really – I hyped really, this whole You really hyped it up. franchise up. You did. And I'm like – I'm happy to like recap it. I do enjoy it. But I'm like, I'm not – it's not living up to how you hyped it living. up. I know. I'm like, maybe we don't even waste our time with it anymore. I mean, I we can feel like- we can chat about it if something major happens. But I feel like this episode, I wanted to see at least move this story forward more. Get yeah. Murray and Larsa to have the fight. Don't like tease the fight because otherwise, nothing happened this episode. Yeah, I mean, I can't speak on other seasons, but for this particular one, it just feels like the formula is filler, 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 and then yes. all the good shit at the end with the credits rolling. Yeah, and it's like. Yeah. Stop teasing me. So I think this will be the last week we cover it like as like this in detail. And if something comes up, we'll chat about it. But like I was like, dude, I even told Pia she has to watch. And it's just. I mean, I do enjoy it, but it's like it's exa- one of those. It's I'm not like worth doing, like recapping. Yeah. I was like doing chores like. Yeah. And, yeah. and then I sat down once we got to like the, the good shit. Because the only thing I really want to talk about is Larsa being just a heartless human being like I didn't think it was going to get this bad 
But yeah, when Lisa tells Larsa about how she talked to Gertie and Gertie was upset and how Gertie was like, well, this was a test and she failed. Larsa's like, Larsa's like, this is not a test. Cancer is not a test. Does she really have cancer? Do you have it or do you not? I thought, oh, I thought, okay. That was I did so not disgusting. know you were going this direction. She's so what disgusting to me. She is so disgusting to me. I can't like, I cannot, I cannot stand her. It's bad. And I, I know. Is, was Kiki agreeing with Larsa though in that moment? I couldn't tell. I don't think, I don't feel like no one agrees, but I feel like it's just easy. I don't, I feel like Lars is not a person to have a conversation with, so it's just oh, yeah. much, much easier to be like, mm-hmm, mm. like, you know what I mean? There's no point yeah, of well, even Kiki like trying. Kiki has a tendency to agree with bad people, though. That's why I'm okay. like, you better mm-hmm. not be, because this is like a no-brainer. There's I, like, it's like, you know what to do in this case, and it's not do that. I mean, I think that anybody who's agreeing with Larsa is really setting themselves up to just be canceled because <laughs> and I hate to even Lisa, use that word but it's just like oh. Lisa did really screw up though by when the way she's telling Gertie is like I'm not gonna tell you who told me it's like no no this isn't like gossip you could have yeah. just said look Larsa did end up telling us about you having cancer because by Lisa not just saying Larsa it means that you know you shouldn't know because you didn't hear it from Gertie. Yeah. Don't protect Larsa then. Don't bring it up at all if you're not going to just bring it up like – because then that means you know she fucked up. I you know, am in complete agreement with you on that. And it's just – it's not gossip. This is like no. a – like, guys, I don't know if everyone's understanding how serious this is. I feel like it's – I feel like people are like – Sometimes I feel like people need to be like see visual things like because she doesn't look like she has cancer yet like they're like they're not I don't know like not taking it as seriously but it's like what does cancer look like a cancer looks like a lot of different things like I don't I I also feel like Larsa is really she's really stuck on the fact that that conversation she had with Gertie she had no way anticipated such a like yeah Trump card, you know, yeah. like whatever mm-hmm. the hell we've just been fighting about no longer matters because of this. And Lars is like, was that just a tactic? Uh, I can, you know, that's what she's thinking. Yes, because she would probably do some dumb shit like that. <laughs> she's a fucking bitch. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's, it's really just gross. Dude, but uh, if uh, this fucking opera thing that Julia is forcing us Over to witness, I can't it. like stop showing us her singing. Please, it's horrifying. I don't. <laughs> oh, God. Want it. I don't. I want to move past this. I'm so happy that, that oh, it's up. finally happening so I don't have to fucking deal with her opera singing anymore. I don't even like opera. <laughs> Thank when you. It's, when it's good. <laughs> like- uh, agreed. Agreed. When I was actually a little, I was a little, little kid. I had, I was sick. My parents tell the story. I don't remember it. Um, but they were like laying in the bed with me, comforting me, and opera was on, or it came on. And I literally sat up and went, Opera? Ugh. And they were like, She was, you were like running a fever, hallucinating, but you still managed to get that out. I'm like, And I stand by it. I don't fucking like it. And I don't fucking like classical music either. <laughs> oh, I, I do like classical music. I think I don't like classical music because my mom like went through, uh, a, uh, through a phase <laughs> where she thought that it would be great to make me listen to it while I slept. And I, I, <laughs> and I was so mad. I just like stared at the ceiling like, why is this fucking happening to me? <laughs> she just thought it would like, make me smarter or something. Well, because there was pr- <laughs> proof of that. They had like done tests – 
when uh, like I remember being young hearing that they that that they played classical music for babies in the womb or something and it like I'm 10. Like I affected them. It's so she was like she (laughs) so she thought she could do it later. Like yeah, I missed the opportunity. So I'll do it now. Absolutely not. Oh my god. Now. Uh, another thing that we'll touch on with Miami is that Lisa is running late to this because there was an article released. Lenny's accusing her of, of installing a listening device in, uh, under his car. And there was a whole war between the two of them, Lisa and Lenny, on Instagram. Jody got involved. I don't know if I can actually picture this Lisa doing that. What I can picture is Lenny planting a listening device. Yeah. And then saying Lisa did it, like getting recordings and whatnot and making it seem like it belonged to Lisa and then sticking it under his own car. And you know what I mean? I can see that because he's crazy like that. Because I was like doing chores, I straight up thought that's what they were saying, that he planted a listening device until I realized that they were saying that he's accusing her of it. And I was like, nah, like, but I, I, I don't even know these people that well. I was like, nah, it's him. He yeah. he would do that, and I don't even know him. Like, this doesn't I, seem like something Lisa would do. She's not like no. She's not. I wouldn't say she's not smart enough. She's not dumb enough either. It's kind of like one or the other. Like she's not going to think I'll plant a listening device to hear it. Um, no, I I don't see that happening. I mean, also all. what I don't know. I, yeah, I, 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 yeah. It's, it just was, was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, but Lars is obviously chiming in with it, and Gertie goes now now with the gossip. And Lars is like, what? What are you saying? And then in Lars's confessional, she's like, she better not poke the bear. I'm like, are you really threatening Gertie right now? She has cancer. That's all I kept like, I, I You was in the, fucked up. I was in my kitchen being like, she has cancer, you bitch. That's all I kept saying on repeat. She has cancer, you bitch. And she doesn't, she doesn't think she did anything wrong. Because at this point, now Larsa is actually, she called Nicole and asked Nicole if she really had cancer. It's such a dangerous thing. Like, okay. Playing devil's advocate here for one second only. Even if she really suspected that Gertie didn't have cancer, that is just something you just don't even say out loud. Like, let it play out on its own. If like, because you don't want to be wrong about something like that. Like, that's mm-hmm. a that's a dangerous thing to put into the air. Exactly, it's dangerous. Like, she's trying to act like she, like this woman is Brooks from OC. Like, it, mm-hmm. that's probably where she got the idea from. No, well, she probably didn't watch that. <laughs> I, right. It's because I think you're. I think it's something that Larsa would do for attention. She would. I hate her so much. Like, I, like she, <laughs> she's my like new trigger. Like Teddy is a trigger for me, and Larsa Ooh, is a trigger. I like that. That's that's a fun. Those are fun people to be two, triggered by. Two triggering people. Mm-hmm. And very opposite, but also like I get it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's that's all I have to say, guys. I'm I'm not gonna keep recapping. Every week, unless something big happens, just FYI. Can I just say one thing? Yeah. Um, about Miami. Um, I really fucking couldn't stand the scene between Larsa and a little Michael Jordan. Uh, in that like them starting their podcast, it was like painful. It was really gross. Very it's not painful. doing them any favors. All of this shit they're doing, and no. also Larsa thinking it's cool that she doesn't want to hang out with her friends anymore and just wants to hang out with her guy friends, and tells Kiki like, "Go get a man, then." Okay, thanks, bitch. This is why Kim dumped her as a friend, because she was having inappropriate conversations with Kanye late at night. Was that why? 
Yeah. Is that confirmed? Um, I think she talked about, yeah, she, I remember her having like some interview, I don't know where it was, but she was like, she was trying to be some type of like mediator, like Kanye, like she said Kanye would call her. And I think like, oh, please. Yeah. And I feel like Kim knew what was up because like her family does that kind of shit. So she was like, we got to cut the cancer out. No, no. No, yeah, we wasn't meant to do that. <laughs> How could you do this to me? Question mark. You guys are probably sick of hearing me talk about how much I love this company's products, but I am. I do this because I love you guys. Okay, if you don't already know, Kitsch makes all kinds of amazing beauty products from head to toe. But what it's all about with Kitsch is preventative care, okay? When I found out that you should not just be sleeping on a typical pillowcase, but you should be sleeping on a satin pillowcase because not only does it help prevent breakage in your hair, it helps prevent wrinkles. I was like, duh, I've never looked back. They also taught me that if I'm using hair ties that are rough on the hair, like your typical elastic bands, not good either. You want the satin on those hair ties. It has been a game changer for me. I've loved this company for years and I just need everyone to know, especially if you're in your twenties, do it now before it's too late. Cause once the wrinkles are there, it is so hard to get rid of them. Trust me. And the best part about Kitsch is it's budget friendly. So whatever your budget is, whatever your skin type is, your hair type, Kitsch is all about little indulgences, morning, noon, and night at the right price. And they were started in 2010, female-founded, self-funded. They sold hair ties door-to-door with a little hustle and a dream. But now they're sold in over 20,000 retail locations. You have heard me talk about the satin pillowcases. They also do them in caps and eye masks. So this is great for your hair and skin while you sleep because think of how many hours we sleep on our face and on our heads and on our hair, protect it. You may have also heard about the heatless satin rollers. They were the original, no more heat damage, wake up or just leave it in for a few hours and you've got amazing waves. But the latest kitsch viral craze is the rice water shampoo bars, which can improve your overall hair growth and density. People are like, I'm never using bottle shampoo again. And their hair feels and looks a thousand percent better in between washes. Plus right now for a limited time, you can live your Barbie dream life with the Barbie by Kitsch collection featuring Kitsch's best-selling satin pillowcases in the iconic Barbie pink. I just recently, maybe two weeks ago, re-upped my pillowcases. They got some amazing colors in for the spring. I got the sage and the blush pink, but I'm thinking I need to get that Barbie pillow because I like it. Right now, Kitsch is offering you 30% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash she speaks. That's right. 30% off anything and everything at mykitsch, spelled K-I-T-S-C-H dot com slash she speaks. One more time, mykitsch.com slash she speaks for 30% off your entire order. How could you do this to me? Question mark. Is your dental equipment as chic as mine? 
I cannot believe that these are electric. This is an electric toothbrush. This is an electric water flosser. They're so chic. They're so sleek. They look great on my bathroom counter. If you want to be chic like me, get Quip. This electric toothbrush has a timed sonic vibration with 30-second pulses to guide a dentist-recommended two-minute clean. It's lightweight. It's sleek with no wires or bulky charger. And there's a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror for less clutter. These are reusable handles too, and they have a very chic range of sleek metal hues as well as bright plastic colors. They look so good in the bathroom. Skip the batteries and snap into healthy habits with the new rechargeable electric toothbrush. All the features of the original Quip plus one magnetic charge powers up to three months of brushing. And the water flosser hits all the right spots with gentle or deep cleaning pressure at the touch of a button right here. There's an extra wide lid so you can get that water in there a lot easier to fill it up. The cordless rechargeable battery lasts up to eight weeks with daily use. Again, no bulky charging station sitting on your counter and this thing blasts away up to 99.9 percent of plaque and popcorn from treated areas with precision thanks to the 360 degree rotating magnetic floss tip that snaps right into place and it's only seven dollars to replace the floss tips and they're shipped to you every three months to keep things flowing smoothly and prevent mineral deposits from building up you know how when you go to the dentist got to get that deep clean in addition to the floss tips and the brush heads quip also delivers fresh floss toothpaste, mouthwash, and gum refills every three months from $7. And these stylish, affordable electric brushes start at just $25, so you won't be paying through the teeth <laughs> for better oral health. If you go to getquip.com bravo right now, you'll get 20% off any electric toothbrush, mint and gum dispenser, water flosser. That is your 20% off any electric toothbrush, mint and gum dispenser, water flosser at getquip.com bravo. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash bravo. Quip, the good habits company. What is this, honey? Um, okay, let's go to Beverly Hills because I have lots to say about that. Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, did you watch Watch What Happens Live? No. Okay, so Kathy and Paris were on Watch What Happens Live. Ooh, I'm so excited now. Yes, and Kathy was asked about – they were both very careful and cautious in their answers. They're so media trained. They know right. how to They know how to protect each other in this family. You know what yeah. I mean? As they should. Your family. Exactly. Um, but Kathy actually has a tattoo along with Morgan and Kyle. Like They got they, it together? Uh-huh. Kim was there too, but Kim didn't – it was at Kathy's house. And okay. Kim, was, Kim was like, oh, I'm scared. I don't want to do it. And Kathy's like, fine, then don't. Uh, but the three of them all got one. I feel like because like that one other interview that I sent you with Kathy in Paris um, when, when she's asked about uh, Kyle and Mauricio, I feel like – Kathy is like super supportive of like the direction that Me Kyle too. is going. I feel like she's really happy for her. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy for that. Yeah. No, I agree. I feel like there is a lot of support around possibly Morgan and Kyle. Okay. Yeah. Here's my overall take before we go like fully into the whole recap mm-hmm. of the Kyle and Morgan thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I still am not sold on them actually having a sexual relationship because here's what I see. I see Kyle being 
like a giddy 13 year old. I know I made content about this, so I'm repeating myself being like a giddy 13 year old meeting a chick with tattoos for the first time and thinking she's so cool. And Morgan is that type of Turner lesbian that Mm -hmm. flips them. And I bet all the middle-aged women at Morgan's gym end up having a thing with Morgan where she knows they like her. She takes them to get tattoos She's very comfortable in that place because she's kind of condescending to Kyle and mm-hmm. acts. She's younger than Kyle's oldest daughters. Mm-hmm. And so this dynamic, as I already said this once, Kyle feels so adolescent this season. Like when she talked to Mauricio's mom about her tattoos and giggled mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all of it just feels like so emotionally immature and like you're a teenager. It's like looking at a seventh grader or an eighth grader. You know what I mean? Okay. So I don't know if... I feel like Kyle would actually be too afraid to go there all the way, but is is acting like it's not so obvious. Now that music video makes more sense to me. You saw the video, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, no, we are just friends, even though Kyle, I don't think Kyle has come to terms with her own attraction towards Morgan yet. I really don't. I really, really don't. I respectfully disagree. I know. I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of people do. I just, it takes a lot for someone who's of that age to then start having lesbian sex. I mean, Chris, is her name? Chris, Chris from Uh Selling Sun. She did, she did it with her, her partner. Okay. But she wasn't married with four children and like, it's a whole different thing. True. That's fair. That's a fair point. But I don't know, like, I don't think, this. okay, this is my opinion. I do think that, especially after you said your your piece on it, I, I'm i changing it in slightly, but I still think, like, do I think they're in a full-blown relationship? No. But do I think that they're experimenting and things like that? Yeah, I do. But I don't, I don't, see, I don't see Kyle being with Morgan, if, even if they say that they are, I don't see Kyle being with Morgan forever. I think this will be something that no is, Morgan's gonna dump her ass. Yeah, I yeah, and I and I do agree with you. Like she is very adolescent in school, but that's why I think it's happening. And I think Morgan. I don't think Morgan is gonna be like, oh, we're gonna be together. Like I think she's gonna get. I feel like Kyle is gonna get her heart broken by yes. by Morgan. And I do think I think that Kyle has maybe maybe not yet. Like when we're right now seeing that they haven't like maybe they haven't done anything but I do see it building like to me they had extremely high sexual tension during that scene and it's the more sexual tension than I've ever seen with Kyle and someone else like than Mm -hmm. I've ever seen her with Mauricio Mm -hmm. in the whole franchise not even I know they're going Mm -hmm. through a time now Mm -hmm. but like just even looking back this is the Mm -hmm. most like the way she mm-hmm. Kyle looks at Morgan, like she's, oh my god, she is the happiest. That's, that's the happiest I've seen Kyle in like the long in a long time, and I'm happy. Like if Morgan makes her happy, I'm happy for her. But can we just tell Mauricio already, like, so we can get 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 it going and like let's incorporate Morgan more? Like, bye, Mauricio. Like, let's just do it. She is Kyle is dying to get her life blown up. Like, I, I she feel like. she is right. She does she is feel like di- dying. <laughs> one of my one of my friends said that they their theory is Kyle doesn't want to be the one to say it on camera, but is trying to get other people to say it on camera so that she can get mad at that. Like, say, I, see, they said it. 
damn it, because I was literally waiting to say that. <laughs> yes, I just had this conversation with my friend Sherla. I think I had a lot of conversations this morning. Um, and I was saying, like, I feel like that's why she keeps baiting Sutton to say it, because I feel like it's going to give her a reason to be mad at Sutton, which she always is looking for. And then it's going to give her her storyline for next season when her and Mauricio are, like, officially divorced. me like, Sutton's the one who blew my life up and, like, she can kind of blame her for it. And that's what's going to be her She's she's like she's so good at laying the groundwork for her storylines. Well, yeah, she's been doing it so so long that she knows how it works and knows like she can play on a technicality. Yeah, like I feel like she's like she's the one who brought up on camera, which caught, and then she's like, my kids saw, like it's like something something with her kids are gonna happen, and like she's like my kids saw that, and like you're the like she's Kyle is so predictable. You're and so predictable. You know, I'll, I'll, we'll just go. I'll go scene by scene now because I have so much more to say. But we'll, we'll we'll probably just repeat ourselves when we get there. Okay. The first scene is the Dorit going, Dorit and Crystal going to Kyle's, and Kyle starts it with, "Can I get your advice?" And I'm like, "Okay, mm. I like Sutton. I mean, I know she's been off a few times. I'm like, all right, there you go. See, you're already laying this groundwork." Um, I'm going to say though, I have felt that way about Sutton this season. I have, I said it from the beginning, first episode. I'm like, Sutton feels real, real weird about Sutton right now. Feels mm-hmm. like she's a little thirstier. It feels like she knows what her fans are saying about her, and she's kind of playing up, and it's kind of getting to her head a little bit. Okay, but yeah. um, so fine, fine. But I'm also not accusing her maybe of like having a drinking problem. That's the problem I have right there. And so that, like, that's a different story. Yeah. Uh, but then she sa- so she tells the story of what happened at her house, and then Dorit co-signs it and does a really god-awful impression of Sutton. Like, I don't even know what the fuck that was. Everybody's impressions have been off this season. Yeah, like, <laughs> what What are you actually doing? Oh, my God. Uh, so, I'm like, what? That's not how she t- – get out of here, Dorit. You don't- are you drunk, Dorit? Because that's horrible. And so then Kyle then goes, what do you think it is? So you see how she doesn't say it? She is she is so taking her place from Lisa Vanderpump. Mm-hmm. What do you think it is? And then Dorit takes it. Well, Sutton is a drinker. I would not be surprised if she pours a little vodka in her coffee in the morning. Now, I, I, I if that's really if that's really happening, I almost feel like Sutton's been doing that the whole time they've known her. Yeah. Like, I don't notice a change in her drinking. Maybe they've just not been showing it that much, but like. They've never focused on Sutton's drinking before. I don't buy it. I feel like Kyle told Dorit. I feel like Kyle has already had private conversations with Dorit. And Dorit's dumb ass is letting her, is letting Kyle run her. And now she's going to be on the hook for saying that. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Crystal. Crystal's not biting, though. I really respected Crystal for that. She's like, God, you guys. No, she seems fine. Uh, And then, but then Kyle's like, but she's also used to it, meaning alcohol. Like, vodka can make people very mean. Like, if I drink vodka, I'd fall asleep. Okay. What? No. Kyle is, I'm, I'm just really happy that I'm no longer in agreement with Ty- Kyle because I didn't like how it felt. I didn't like how I felt either. You know, I didn't enjoy that. It didn't enjoy it at all. <laughs> um, then Sutton, oh, that felt so good. I just cracked my neck. Like, oh, <laughs> oh my god, that was life changing. Sutton and Garcelle they get dinner, and interesting though, Sutton orders a drink and Garcelle gives her this look, and Sutton's like, no, no, I didn't drink a lot at your event. 
I'm like, so this could be a thing. This could be something that they kind of give Sutton shit for. But mm-hmm. if we're not, it's like after last season with the way Erica was acting, if you're not going to have like taken the bait and talked about Erica's drinking, but you're going to take it and talk about Sutton's, it's a little unfair. Yeah. yeah. A little unfair. Yeah. But Sutton tells Garcelle the story about Kyle defending Erica and Sutton wants Kyle to stay out of it because, you know, it's my business. But I'm like, but you kind of were including her in it. Like Mm -hmm. she asked what was wrong. And Sutton says that Kyle was mean at Garcelle's event and mentions bringing up Kyle's like lifestyle changes. Mm -hmm. And Garcelle goes, sounds like you hit a nerve. And (laughs) I just love how subtly blunt Garcelle says things. It's very, she's very clear. She's really good at that. It's, it's. She doesn't tiptoe around. She's very clear, but it's not. It's but it's not, not rude. mean. Yeah, it's, it's not yeah. mean or shady. It's like sounds like you hit a nerve, and it says so much. She's really good at like listening, and I think that's why mm. when she says something, she's really listened, taking it in, mm. and and she's actually asking a question or she's actually making a mm-hmm. a statement of an observation from mm-hmm. whatever she's listened to or seen. Mm-hmm. Love her. We, that's why we need her. Yeah, no, she's no, she is the most valuable player on Beverly Hills. Yeah, a hundred percent. Then Sutton notes the new ring Kyle is wearing, and Garcelle throws in a line in her confessional. I don't know how Sutton noticed Kyle wasn't wearing was wearing a new ring. I don't notice jewelry except after the robbery. Dorit still had hers. I okay. died. I thank you, Garcelle. See, and like Dorit keeps catching strays. I was on Kendrick's podcast last night. He kept saying that. He's like, you got Sutton with the stray, Garcelle with the stray. I'm like, good. She should. She should get strays. Um, honestly, the amount of like shade that was thrown this episode was so exciting. It was so it was such good shade, everyone. Everyone was doing a great job this this episode, I have to say. Garcelle's Garcelle though asked straight up like what are you implying with the new ring like what is Mm -hmm. like so what so she has a new ring like what's your point right and then Sutton's like well the headlines you know about Mauricio cheating all that shit uh and Garcelle's like look if you're gonna have a friendship you need to just be honest you both do so Kyle needs to be willing to say like to Sutton's face that she thinks she has a drinking problem like if that like I agree with Garcelle. Like, Kyle, if you're going to say these things, then you got to say to Sutton, I think that I'm noticing you're drinking now or something. But instead, you're like alluding to it. And even when they have their conversation, she says something about it. But it, you know, it feels different. It doesn't feel like you're concerned. It feels like you're just talking shit. Because I don't think you are concerned. Oh, she's not. That's the thing is stop masking it as concern. That really irritates me. You're not concerned. And that's this again, I know that like, it's not exactly the same, but, like, it just feels, like, similar to, like, how she was with with Kim. Like, when she blurted it out, it didn't feel like concern. It felt like judgment. It felt like a, a weapon. And I, 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 Kyle, I just can't. I can't with it. And I know, and this, and this one seems very made up. Like. It like seems I, out of nowhere. Like, stop. Like, I wouldn't have put that Sutton was drinking too much and they usually they like to throw in they like to make little compilations too like if someone talks about someone's drinking yeah they'd be, like, they'd be like throwing us all these shots of Sutton like drinking 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 and they know they do that they like to ex- they like to show that kind of stuff in post but they're not I I guess also I we watch so many of these uh franchises with people that clearly have drinking problems like everybody um 
on the original New York. Um, mm-hmm. OC, like they're mm-hmm. like even take like Taylor from both franchises. It's just like so I I understand that not just because you can like hold it doesn't mean that you don't have a problem, but like it's just not, I just don't see anything that is make like the way that they're like really not letting the mouse go with this. I and I. I can say that Sutton does like snap because she does kind of snap on Kyle, like when they're when they're at Kyle's house, right? But it's like, why is alcohol the place that you're going with it? Yeah, I feel that, like you just don't don't like can, each other. You just don't you, like each other, and you don't like the way she communicates. And also, she'd probably hear you more if you just said, "I don't like the way you just start screaming at me and the way you yell at me. I don't like that." But when I, you add alcohol, like, is it the drinking? It's like, well, now she's not going to hear you because she doesn't want to be accused of that. Exactly. So you, you guys are screwing yourself up over mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, Erica stages a scene with her new manager, Alexis, <laughs> and she has left Jack, her old publicist from last season that we remember got into some hot water. Mm-hmm. She claims they're still friends. They're just on a business together. I feel like he's like, I cannot rep you anymore like yeah i'm like i'm just i, I can't no one's gonna listen to me no one's gonna I, like you can't have me and i can't have you yeah um but it's like more of erica's her story arc where she's like you know last year i didn't have any empathy now i have empathy and i'm gonna find my empathy and blah 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 right garcelle and jacks go to taisho mm-hmm Garcelle, her lesson is that she needs to hear Jax out more, I guess. Like, maybe what's been happening is Jax has been trying to have deep conversations with her and she's been kind of neglecting it mm-hmm. or something. But I'm still mad at him because when he when she says, you know, you hurt my feelings with some of the things that you said. And he goes, mm-hmm. I'm like, you little, I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> I'm trying real hard not to say, talk about her child because I know she loves that little boy unconditionally. But that little boy... Pisses me off. He made me mad. I'm like, he, I, you were he, unnecessarily mean. He's, I can tell he's a very smart boy. And I think he's a little too smart for his own good. And he like yes, starts talking it. It, for real. And he starts talking down to her. And I feel like he favors his dad. I'm sorry. I do think uh, that he favors yeah. his dad more because I can tell in the conversation, like he's like, he's, he's smart. So he knows that his dad did something wrong. And he's like, I'm going to admit that but that's like and of course you're gonna gonna love your parent unconditionally if he treats you if your dad treats you well but it's like i don't see the empathy for his mother i don't see like i don't know something like i see i when she had that scene with jade in the kitchen last last episode i can see how like much he loves his mother and i can i can tell like how much they're bonded and jack seems to at least be going through a phase where he's not really into his mom right now and it it fucking shows and he needs to get his shit together because i'm not standing for that i'm not i don't know if he doesn't i'm not gonna go all the way to say he's not feeling his mom or if he feels like he can disrespect her too much like i don't know if he's starting to feel like he's like an equal to her and like this is how he can treat her i don't know why he feels that he is a child like, yeah it's, and it's, I, I get that kids feel like they grow up faster than they do like i know so many times a kid will be like i'm 15 years old okay and you're like oh you think that's an like you think that's a grown age but it's not but they feel that way because that's what their world is you know you're when you're a teenager your world is so small and you think mm-hmm. it all revolves around you but um then for uh, the way Garcelle was just heartbroken to find out that Jax has known since mm-hmm. eight years old, 
that his dad did something bad. Um, I don't – I actually, like, I, I saw – and Garcelle wasn't acting, but I was just like, oh, God. Like, this was such a scene for her, like, reactions and things. The yeah. way she, like, processes it. I'm like, I know she's not acting, but my God. This was just – oh, beautiful. Beautiful in her re- reactions and responses and behavior. Yeah. Across the board. I mean, I just think right now, Jax, when I say he's like not feeling, I feel like he's just gravitating towards maybe, I don't, because we don't see his like relationship with his dad, but it just feels like he's into his dad a little bit more right now and in not taking his, I don't know. I just feel mom's like side. his mom's side in it right now. I, but he like, at, he, he's a child. So like, I feel like once he grows up and he really like has his own experiences, I think he'll still see the situation much differently. But right now, I think that, uh, he, he Garcelle's just gonna have a lot, have to have a lot of patience with him because he seems like he's gonna be a handful. A lot, <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. And I'm um, t- like, this time next year, we better be here and Jack say, you know, mom, what I said to you last year was not cool. That's what I want. I, like, that kid like, needs to <laughs> correct himself for sure. And it's true. Like, I mean, we're, we're able to watch it. So, and he's living it in the moment. So I'm hoping that he watches it back and, says, and maybe he's like, oh, maybe whatever I was trying to say to you didn't come off in the way that I wanted. Because I mm-hmm. I know he loves his mother. Like, that's that's evident. But right now he is just, he's not, I'm not loving how he's, He's treating his mother, he's and I'm just like, so how he's, cocky and like, I don't, I don't like how he's treating his mother. I don't like how he's speaking to his mother. I feel like he's being hella disrespectful, and he needs to tighten up, tighten mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Not well, bitch. The seasons they're changing. It's starting to feel like fall. Seasonal flavors of things are coming into play. But I'll tell you what is never in season: body odor. Okay, I know I've preached about Lumi plenty of times, but I'm going to do it again because I have been using Lumi for years, almost at this point, a decade. Lumi was created by an OBGYN who was tired of the vagine getting all the blame for odor down there. She realized that body odor is actually not just an underarm thing. It's everywhere on the body. She formulated a pH-optimized deodorant that's clinically proven to control odor everywhere for up to 72 hours. I recommend showering within a 72-hour window, but hey, if you can't, you got the Lumi. I discovered Lumi. I was working in restaurants. There's lots of running around and whatnot, so it makes sense that body odor occurred. But I just happened to hook up with someone new. And a couple days later, I smell a smell from that bikini region that was a new smell. And I was like, oh, I have an STD. Wonderful. So in my Google searching, I was then targeted by a Lumi ad. And once I saw deodorant for the whole body created by an OBGYN, I was like, well, it'd be a lot easier if this was just body odor and not an STD. So I impulse purchased the Lumi. Boom. Use the Lumi. No more odor. It smelled like the lilac scent that I got. And problem solved. Never called that guy again. I'll tell you that much. I was too scared. What makes Lumi different than any other deodorant is it was created by an OBGYN for the entire body, but it's aluminum free, it's baking soda free, it's paraben free, it's pH balanced to use below the belt, and it is clinically proven to control odor better than a shower with soap alone. 12 hours after a shower, the average person has an odor level of 6 out of 10. With Lumi, the average odor level is a 0 out of 10, okay? Lumi's starter pack is 
perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code SHESPEAKS at LumiDeodorant.com. That equates to over 40% of your starter pack when you visit LumiDeodorant.com and use code SHESPEAKS. Not well, bitch. Something I do not miss at all about drinking or hangovers. So when Waterboy sponsored the pod, I gave the product to my sister and I said, give this a test drive. Let me know how it goes. I did not expect such a glowing review because hangovers are hard. How do you combat a hangover? But Waterboy is apparently no joke. She's used my code to purchase two more rounds of Waterboy. You know, it's the holiday season. There's lots of drinking, lots of partying going on. She's busy. She doesn't have time for a hangover. She says it's the best she's ever had. So Waterboy is a hydration powder. It's scientifically formulated to cut your hangover time in half. There are other hydration packs on the market, but nothing comes anywhere close to fighting those Sunday scaries like Waterboy. There's zero sugar and over three times the electrolytes of liquid IV. Your hangover stands no chance. Unlike their competitors, Waterboy has added specific ingredients beyond just hydration to help with nausea, anxiety, and fatigue. We all know that hydration alone isn't enough to help after a holiday bender. These make great stocking stuffers for the drinkers in your life. They will thank you. And for this holiday season, our listeners get 15% off your entire order with our exclusive link at waterboy.com slash she speaks. Most hydration powders are packed so full of sugar that cause you to crash even harder. Not to mention you have to drink so many of them to get the electrolyte replenishment that your body really needs to recover. And Waterboy has over nine times the electrolytes as Gatorade. Inside each stick, there's ginger for the nausea and to make your tummy feel better. They also include L-theanine to help calm your nerves and reduce your anxiety. I think that's the game changer. And maybe the best part about Waterboy is how amazing it tastes. Their most popular flavors include strawberry, lemonade, lemon lime, and blue raspberry. You're going to actually want to drink these. Waterboy is also gluten-free, caffeine-free, dairy-free, vegan, and made right here in the U.S. of A. A lot of things get worse as you get older, but your hangovers don't have to. Waterboy isn't a magic cure, but it's pretty damn close. Hundreds of thousands of people already trust Waterboy as their hangover cure. It's time to stop dealing with that anxiety alone. For a limited time, my listeners get an exclusive 15% off discount with our link at waterboy.com slash she speaks. That's 15% off at waterboy.com forward slash she speaks. It's time to ho, ho, hydrate this holiday season. The rumors, the nastiness about her. All right, now let's go to the tattoo. <laughs> okay, first weird part, okay, is Kyle tells her, uh, Morgan, that she's going to do the THC CBD party, and Morgan's <laughs> whole face, like, changes, and she's, like, kind of, like, really disapproving, like, really clearly, like, that's just stupid. I mean, you don't even like, you don't even like edibles. I thought you didn't even like it, or whatever. And Kyle is so juvenile in how she's like, well, you know, it's because they give me so much shit about not drinking, so I figure I would do this. I'm like, what? That's, 
that's not why you should ever do an edible. And also, they ed- like it turns out these ed- this edible situation, they were not even going to get that high. Five milligrams will do next to nothing to you. So yeah. it wasn't even like that. But it was just that Morgan had this very like disapproving way about her. Yeah, with with something Kyle was choosing to do. Yeah, and it and and all all Morgan said was, you know, don't let them peer pressure you or don't do anything you don't feel comfortable doing. And Kyle's like, that's great advice. I'm like, that's not <laughs> anyone could give you that advice, girl. I'm super supportive of Kyle's lifestyle changes and all that stuff because, like, girl, do whatever's gonna make you feel good. I love that for you, but it's feeling like less of what she was alluding to like how she watched her behavior last season and how she wanted to make some changes and whatnot. And it's feeling very much like if Morgan was like not sober, she would be not sober. Like I feel like whatever – I feel like she's just doing whatever Morgan is doing. And it's not necessarily like all, all – she didn't come to this on her own, which is fine. You can absolutely have good influences and stuff like that. But it's – I feel like if – I really do feel like if Morgan was like tomorrow, I'm going to start drinking, Kyle will be like, you know what? I took a break and now I'm drinking again. Like mm. I, that's how I feel. I don't I like. Don't think I mean, you're wrong. I it's it's that's what it's like. That's what it's just feeling like. It's just like I don't know. It's, it's like I don't know. She's she's ha- she is having a midlife crisis. Yeah, <laughs> and and Morgan seems way too comfortable with this like pedestal that Kyle has her up on. She, I'm telling you, this is something she's accustomed to. She's accustomed to f- turning and flipping middle aged women. <laughs> Stop, not turning and flipping middle aged women. But she is like you're not wrong about that. Like You're it's, not it's wrong a certain about type that. and like my lesbians out there can attest they all there is that type in the community they're like she loves to do this and it's like maybe they don't even actually hook up but it gives them this like crisis where now they're getting tattoos it's probably like the fifth person that's done this with Morgan I feel like she's like probably Morgan is probably like I feel like a slow tease with Kyle and that's what's drawing mm-hmm. her yes. drawing her in more like the slow tease and like I definitely think Kyle would go all the way because she's just so infatuated. But I feel like I don't know if Morgan would ever let her go all the way. Because that's that, what I'm that saying. She, it feels like Morgan doesn't have the same feelings for Kyle. I but also to your point because you're making me like realize things in real like as we go. It does feel like she likes this like power thing. So if like they did go all the way, I feel like then Kyle would know what, one way or the other, and it it kind of takes away that. That control she has, Morgan's exactly, control, exactly. and she wants, and that's what that's what's attracting Morgan to Kyle. I think is that. Oh like, yes, yeah. How much she's adored by her, and how much her word means so much to Kyle. Like Morgan's fucking loving it. I just want to know: Has anybody checked on Teddy? Because well, don't you forget when Teddy was on with Kyle and Watch What Happens Live? allegedly they're all in group chats together. They all text each other in the group chat every single morning. Teddy's very much a part of the friendship. Yeah, right. Like, I think Teddy is so scared to go against – she knows. T- Teddy knows if she says one bad word about Morgan, oh, yeah. she's fucking out of there. Like, Kyle loves Teddy, but right now it's all about Morgan. So if Teddy even – like, she kind of reminds me of Emily from OC, like t- like Gina in, like – uh Emily's relationship when Gina likes somebody if Emily says anything negative about it Gina will be like well I'm distancing myself mm-hmm. and I feel like that's how Teddy is with Kyle she has to be in agreement with everything Kyle is saying which is why I know Kyle put her up to to, to about saying Mauricio because she don't do nothing without Kyle's permission but I kind of do hope that the, uh, that Morgan puts a wedge between her and Teddy because I'm over that friendship 
Yeah, I don't like. Ugh, I don't even like. I hate talking about Teddy. She's a Fuck trigger. Teddy. She's just like the war. I like moving on. I can't even. Ah! Like, like I get like I get the visual of her face in my head, and I'm just like. Ugh, I just love on. that you don't like Teddy too. I just can't. Like, I just can't. <laughs> oh, now I'm thinking about her stupid thing. I watch what happens live. Now I'm thinking about it where she's like, well, it actually reminded me of myself and Edwin, you know, my first season, I was hiding something and how Andy was like, okay, that didn't answer my question. Anyway, next question. She's like, damn it. Ugh. And then the stupid thing about the, about the, um, penis pick, dick pick th- hat or something. She's like, yeah, where's yours to Andy? And then Andy's like, what? It's in the, I don't know. It's in the, exactly. I <laughs> see. Don't bring up Teddy anymore. I get mad. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I. I get. I enjoy. I enjoy uh, all all of that. I can't because that's how I feel. God. <laughs> um. Anyway, okay. Then Kyle gets the tattoo, mm-hmm. and as soon as Kyle goes, "Hold my hand," the whole energy just shifted, and I was like, "Ah, what am I watching?" I know. Kyle's like looking up at at Morgan, and Morgan's making silly little jokes and stuff, but Morgan's also acting like kind of a dick. Yes. Like not being nice. And then at one point, Kyle says, because I don't remember exactly what the line was before, but Kyle's like, yeah, you taught me you can't judge a book by its cover. And she's like staring up at Morgan and Morgan's staring down at her. Oh, God. And then Morgan at one point says something like spicy. And Kyle goes, I should have got a pepper down there. And Morgan's like, no one laughs at your jokes more than you. And she's like really condescending and rude about it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. So that's when I was like, this, the the dynamic to me is that Morgan likes this attention from these types of women and likes to string them along Mm -hmm. and, and act like, what? We're just friends. We're just friends. And let's Kyle have her. Then that music video to me makes even more sense because. Kyle, they don't technically ever kiss. Yeah. But it's like Kyle wanted to feel that with Morgan. Yeah. This is definitely her complete idea. Like she's yes. like, oh, you know what would be fun? If yes. Maybe I I did it. Yes. I don't know. Like Kyle is dying to hook up with Morgan and Morgan I, is not. And Morgan's it. like, I I have so many other like road bitches that I hook up with and stuff because she's a country singer and she's always like on tour and I don't know, doing shit like that. But they're always photographed. They're always together and they're always, it's just, it's a different thing. I know that her and I know that Kyle and Teddy had rumors about them hooking up too. But that like, I, I don't, don't, I don't, I don't believe I, that I don't at all. I remember that. Listen. It wasn't like this. That's, and I'm sorry. Then you watch the scenes with Kyle and Teddy, and you're not, and you're like, okay, I don't think there's anything going that's, on. That's such a like like little sistery, big sistery vibe to me. I got zero chemistry. Maybe Teddy has a crush on Kyle, but I definitely no. don't. I mean, I she doesn't. But like, you know what I mean? That would be yeah. like the if if that was that it would be that, but it's not. But I do not recall there being a whole bunch of stuff about Teddy and Kyle. No, together. I just it, like people maybe said things here and there, but not like Morgan and Kyle. And the thing is, and it's not even like because Morgan is uh, a lesbian. No, it's it's just I'm watching it, and oh, it yes. just it's just I've just I'm I'm telling you, I have I have never seen Kyle no l- like that with Mauricio. Like Especially she loves since right after this scene, she goes and does a scene with Mauricio, and it's like, oh god, I but- it's it's so <laughs> awkward. Like it's, we just saw her acting like that with Morgan, and then they the next scene is her with Mauricio, and it's like the the contrast on this, you guys. Like you can see her being like as soon as she enters into her house, being like, "Damn, uh, I'm home." Yes, 
have to be here now. I wish I was yes. with Morgan. Like it, it feels like Mar- like Mauricio yes. and their life are yes. in Kyle's way. Oh my god! And yeah. it's just like, can we just tell him already? I am just like, let it, let him go. Like the thing is, I don't feel bad for Mauricio either because no. good Lord knows he was doing some shit their entire marriage, um, allegedly, uh, but. It's just like, I just want Kyle to just like, just, I mean, I know it's a, mar- a marriage and it's hard and you can't just, but just do it. Well, like, this, this scene with Kyle and Mauricio also annoyed me again with the whole Kyle trying to say that Sutton's not talking about what's really going on. I don't know what she's, I don't know exactly what her, what her argument is with Sutton because it still is not really tracking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's not telling us what is actually happening with Mauricio. She's only telling us it's been a hard year. Yes. So, that could mean anything. So we're still left to wonder how this relationship that we've watched for years looks like this now. And it's she's fought so hard for this relationship. And it's just like we're missing a huge piece of the puzzle here. It's it, it's the most bizarre interactions, the way she shows the tattoo. And he says, I mean, I hope I can see it. And she's like, well, you're seeing it now. And he's like, well, like often she goes, well, they just. End of scene. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, what the fuck happened? Like, now, if you, you don't keep showing, don't even film together then if you're not going to tell us the full fucking story. Right. And it's making also, me crazy. And she's like, she like doesn't even read his book. I'll get to it. Like, I was like, she's she like, so done. hate him. She hates him. She's so done with that yeah. relationship. Yeah. She's, she's like, like, I'm fucking over lying for you and pretending I don't know. And so, yeah. Wait, how old is Portia? She just, I think she just had her sweet 16 or her quinceanera. I can't remember. I think it was her sweet 16 at the top of the at the top of the show, right? Yeah. Because I'm just trying to she's not she wouldn't have a quinceanera. She would have had a bar mitzvah. Oh. <laughs> well, they're Mexican. Oh, yeah, but I think he's Jewish. Jewish, Me- Jewish Mexican. Yeah, but still, you can true. still have a quinceanera and you can have a bar mitzvah. That's, bar mitzvah. Tr- that's true. You're not wrong. But yeah. I was I was just, my bringing up the age thing, I'm wondering if, like, Kyle's, like, hesitation to end it with Mauricio is she's trying to wait till Portia is, like, out of the house. Ooh, you know what I mean? Yikes. That's possible. That's what I'm trying to see how, Oof. like, how, how many more years she would have to, like, do this. Yeah, no, that's definitely a possibility. Or, you know, or Kyle has been thinking this for quite some time. Yeah. And it's like now she's been doing the math and she's like, I can't, I can't hold out. I know. It's, that's a long time. Dude. Yeah. Okay. Dorit joins Sutton and the matchmaker. Did you catch, <laughs> did you catch Avi at the beginning being like, she, the matchmaker, like she's yeah. real bubbly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't stand her either, buddy. I know. It's, I was like, he has a real opinion about. <laughs> Well, you don't uh, like her. Dorit and I like to need to see more of that. That that's Oh, he was talking about the matchmaker, I thought. Oh. I yeah. He was talking about Dorit. Oh, okay. I don't think he would describe Dorit as bubbly. Oh, that's true. Yeah, she is. But the, the matchmaker is really bubbly. Yeah, I noted that the first time. She's like, oh my God, water would be incredible. Water would be amazing. Yes, Sutton. She's so a lot. It's like very inauthentic. I don't even know how this woman still has a job. Sutton doesn't seem to agree with her at all. About anything. It's like Sutton set this scene up just to make fun of herself. I don't really, like, do you not know that Dorit doesn't like you? Like, how do you know? How do you know? Why would you invite Dorit? Yeah. Unless you wanted it to be this scene. Because what happens is Dorit asks the matchmaker what her take on Sutton is. And when the matchmaker calls Sutton self-aware, Dorit takes this as an opportunity to say all the things she hates about Sutton. 
Yeah. She's like, interesting. Hmm. Some have used the term erratic. She can get very aggressive and snippy. And even if you're trying to comfort her, I don't think she's self-aware in that moment. I'm like, this has nothing to do with her dating life. So Sutton, this is on you. Yeah, I really don't know why. She must like... No reason for her to be there. Why did you invite her? Because Dorit, very clear, like Sutton, I hope you took note. Like, ah, okay, Dorit really doesn't like me. And also Sutton... You already know that Dorit is going to do whatever Kyle is doing. And you already know that you and Kyle ain't in a good place. Do you think Dorit, the more Kyle does not like Sutton, the more Dorit, you notice that? So, oh, Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> As Kyle's getting ready for her dinner, she FaceTimes Morgan. And it turns out Kyle gave a Morgan a tattoo. And the tattoo is her, the letter K. I don't... I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Stop. This is why... When I, when that happened, I got mad at Kyle. Because Kyle, when she was on Watch What Happens Live with Teddy, was like, we're just friends. Like, why does everyone keep saying that? You're all being so silly. It's like, Kyle, you knew we were going to watch this. Yeah. I'm sure Teddy has a K on her, too, now, because she didn't want to be left out. Um, <laughs> Kyle went and, Teddy went and got it immediately after she found out. I can't wait till Morgan tells Kyle she can't be friends with Teddy anymore. But no, like... That is the wildest decision. I would be fucking livid if I said, surprise me, and you put the first letter of your name on there. But she's like, I wanted you to, basically. Like, what the hell? It was, it's a lot. It's weird. It's a lot. It's and on the after show, Kyle was so weird about it, too. After On the after show, she was like, I mean, you know, she there's enough space. She could get something else. <laughs> Whatever. Small tangent, real quick, because I know you like the challenge. Did you ever see um, uh, Cara Maria and her boyfriend on that tattoo show on MTV? No. So there's this tattoo show. I don't know if it they still it's still going on, but it's on MT. It was it was on MTV, and it's like couples go on. And you have to surprise, you get to pick the the person's tattoo. Oh, I heard about this. Okay, yeah, go on. So her and her boyfriend were on and he, she, when he looked down to see what she had picked and revealed, because like they, they don't know what's happening. Like they don't only, they get, it was a reveal. It was literally a full in color portrait of Cara Maria on his thigh. Yeah. I would be so fucking mad. Like, don't do – I would have been like, that's so – like, even if you're, like, madly in love, I think that's just so, like, that's too – It's like, unless, permanent. It's like there – it's there forever. Unless you had some type of, like, conversation that we don't know about, like, one day I want to get a portion yes. of you where he – like, I don't think that, that – he wasn't mad or anything, I don't think. I, but, bet, he, I bet he assumed that was what was going to happen. But like that, I'm like, ah, That's God. so car, Maria. It is so car, Maria. Oh, my God. That's so her. Okay, the party starts. Faye and Justin are the first to arrive, and then we meet Anne-Marie. And I know there's been a lot of controversy around her husband as of late. He's been accused of sexual assault from, like, the 90s. Shit. Um, I have not looked at the actual filing mm-hmm. to see – because in it in, – I only know that in it it's alleged that she tried to speak out uh, to the university – and they didn't do anything about it, which that is probably makes sense. because he was like a college football star. You know, they do that all the time. I went to a Big Ten university. I went to Michigan State. Uh, go green. And those football players are like run, gods. They're God. No, like literal gods. Like yeah. mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I dated one for a brief second. Like they can get they they can get away with anything. Like they they give them the best grades. Like if they get into legal trouble, they'll get them out. Like they and they they would get into a lot of legal trouble. Yeah. So I but I don't know the validity of it, and she may have proof that she went to like there may be emails or letters. I don't know. Um, but anyway, that comp- compartmentalizing that over here. Kyle met them at an agency party and they live on Kyle's street. And I just find that so funny because I feel like Kyle was like, oh, perfect. We need another black girl on this show. And she, wanted to, and she wanted to get like have her black girl. Like, see, yeah, look at mine. me. I'm, yeah, that's this is my <laughs> black girl. <laughs> so problematic. This is my, this is my black. So I'm not gonna, I did the voice. Sorry. <laughs> but that is what happened. <laughs> totally. And we um, know it. We all thought it. <laughs> she works out seven days a week. So this gives Kyle this like, see, other people do it too. And again, it, it's totally fine. Kyle can become this person if she right. wants to. Because it happens. How else do people make sudden sudden lifestyle changes? Like yes. it absolutely happens. And a lot of the time people give you shit for it. it usually when you start doing a lot of working out or like eating better, mm-hmm. it triggers a lot of people in your life. Oh, Yes. I've I've seen it happen to myself because I it would happen I would do it like if a friend was suddenly being really dedicated to the gym it makes you feel something you're yeah because like, because you're like I'm what because it makes you feel bad about what yes. that because you, you like part of you was like yeah I wish I could do that but like uh, nah I don't fuck, fucking feel like it and then yeah. they're actually doing it and you're yes. like I don't want I want you to eat Taco Bell with me yes yes I want you to eat Taco Bell with me so then you find yourself saying something to them like don't be too fanatical about it you know you want to still it's like all that kind of crap it's like I'm probably just jealous but then sometimes that person though gets too like cocky and like look at me like are you gonna really eat that are you really good like and I'm like oh oh. I think on both ends it gets can get Mm -hmm. real toxic Mm -hmm. until until it just becomes normal for both people, yeah. It's a gro- yeah. it's it's a growing pain. It's a transition phase for everybody, which is why I was happy Crystal pointed it out. I was like, Crystal woke up this season. She said, "Yes, Crystal did. She moved this along really well, very yes. very subtly." But Dory with your three carcasses out, and Kyle just became sober. I'm like I, I caught them air quotes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> she has an opinion about that. Let's hope hope we get into that. Sutton comes in with Cynthia Bailey. Hello, what right the as- fuck? <laughs> Sorry. Did you not bring not pissed off with Cynthia's hair? Oh, what was her hair? Wasn't it just a low pony? No, it was two fucking pigtails. Oh, was it? She, I couldn't like me and my cousin literally <laughs> dragged the shit out of Cynthia. <laughs> like, what the fuck, Cynthia? You're a model and you're in Beverly Hills. Like, you look a mess. It doesn't even surprise me, though. Cynthia makes such weird choices sometimes. Go back and watch it and you'll be like, what the fuck? Which like, ugh. They didn't, they barely used her. Like they didn't, they, they were like, you'll just be there with Sutton. That's it. And that's another problem. Like, Cynthia, why are you so boring? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right. They walk in right as Kyle is talking shit about Sutton because Sutton was giving her so much crap about working out. And then Sutton's like, wow, it's quiet in here. It's like, yeah, because they (laughs) didn't know how to transition the conversation. As soon as they saw it was you, they were like, Hello. It was it was the most like shut off, stop talking. Like clearly, you're talking about me. Like you couldn't even pretend like you were talking about anything else because you were so hardcore talking shit about. Uh huh. Uh huh. You could not. You couldn't switch gears. Yeah. Crystal also has some shit to say about Anne Marie. She's like, I know, however, we have mutual friends. She talks a lot. 
And she asks a lot of questions. That bitch is nosy. I love it. I love it. Okay. Yes, yes. Crystal. Yes. Finally. Kyle, though, this is now the second time in Kyle on this show that Kyle has set up her friend Faye to be with someone who hates her or who has something to say to her. Mm-hmm. It was with – I talked about this on Kendrick's podcast. Catherine, that one-hit wonder – who didn't yes. like who who had the whole thing because she had been married to Marcus and Faye had all these things to say in her book about her. Um, Kyle acted like confused or like forgot when mm-hmm. she tells Faye that Catherine's coming. She's like, "Oh, oops, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, she doesn't like you." And then here she goes again, bringing Camille, and Faye is so 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 not okay with it, and Kyle doesn't care. Kyle finds it funny. She laughs. I'm like. And look, I don't really like Faye that much either. She is kind of a shitty person. She did capitalize on her friend's death. Like, it, was, it wasn't it was a great time in yeah. Faye's life. But Faye, like, doesn't deserve that if she's your friend. Yeah, like, if that's your friend, you mm-hmm. are not being – you're not friending really well. Yeah. Like, if I came to a party – like, and it's – again, it's just for camera. Then she has the nerve to really seat them right across from each other. Kyle can't stop producing. For real. And I respected Faye being like, no – I'm not giving you that scene. I didn't want it either, though, to be honest. I'm like, I could care less. I feel about like Camille, Faye Camille, and Camille doing something. I feel like Camille didn't want it either. She's like, I'm yes. past that. I'm past like, we that. don't need another moment. We just don't like each other, period. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. But speaking of Camille, when they get out of that car, it is so clear from the second Denise vacates that car that she is trashed. She is trashed. Did you see her telling the driver? She's like, that was amazing. <laughs> like the car ride? <laughs> yes. Um, but I kind of love this energy. Like, I know it's bad, but I'm like, she didn't, she just didn't deliver when she was actually on the show. And this is like the, like the most interesting she's been. I'm sorry it's under the influence, but Denise. She's like, you know what I'm talking about. Like when she was winking, I'm like. Winking like with her mouth. Like not winking, but I, like only moving her mouth the one side. <laughs> I, I, I wink like that, but. <laughs> Do you actually close your I does it get to close or Let's do you see not if, get- hold on oh guys sorry jump scare now I have makeup on I do it like this <laughs> no but you still are winking your eye I don't yeah. think even I don't think Denise's actual eye closed I think just I think she her blinked. mouth I think just her <laughs> mouth distorted she's like you get it I'm like and I can can you blink with both eyes what do you I mean I can only I can only oh. wink my left, I can't even kind of just get my right closed I can only wink if I like move my mouth weird like, Me too. Yeah. Well, that's. I think that's fine. That's normal. But I can't. I can't just get my right eye. I can only just blink. And I actually practiced that in geometry in high school. You know who? Like, I feel like across the board are good at winking. Old white men. Ew. Like old. Like like when I say old, like grandpa age. Because I feel like that was like a thing that they they people used to do back then. Like, how often are you? How often are they winking at you? Do we need to call the authorities? Why are no. old men winking at you? <laughs> Such a, I'm like, where is this at Soho House? We need to yeah, report is them actual, to the police. It actually is. Ew. <laughs> I feel, and they do it so, and it's like, it's so quick. Like, <laughs> if if some, if you're a good winker, it, like, it translates. It's just like, oh, also, uh, somebody who winked at me uh, was, uh, uh, what's his name? What's his name? From Avengers. Hemsworth. He oh, winked at me, and I literally melted. 
Oh my Melted to the knee- floor. I would just, yes. Yeah, my knees would have gone all, I would have buckled. Like, I could oh. like, do it again. Oh, what? yeah, no, he's a charmer. Charmer. Oh, my word. Oh, that just made me feel feelings. I feel, I'm so, je- I'm jealous that you got to experience that. It, it must was- have been like a magnetic force, like. Yes. It melted was. me. Oh, my God. It was. Oh, hello, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Sutton pulls Kyle to talk. Okay, I'm not saying I'm siding with Kyle in general, but Sutton misstepped, in my opinion, very, very much so here mm-hmm. in this conversation. Because if she was trying to get sympathy for, okay, here's what I think. She, Sutton thought, what I'll do is I'll pull Kyle aside and I'll talk to her about what's going on with Christian mm-hmm. and I'll get, and then she'll say, thanks for sharing. Here's what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. But because she prefaced it with, it got really heated at Garcelle's and Kyle's like, well, it got more heated at your house, which was before Garcelle's. Yeah. Kyle's like, it seems like you're not being yourself. And Sutton uses that as her segue into the story about Christian. And yeah, something I'm not myself. And this is why he got a big promotion, a big promotion. And he's moving to London, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sutton also slips in in her confessional. He's very powerful globally. I'm not talking about selling houses. That was a good one. Okay. But then she <laughs> but then she cries, I don't know if James would want to go with him. And so Kyle's like, okay, so because if you hadn't segued from, yeah, I'm not myself, like when you were at my house, I'm not myself. This is what was going on. I could Kyle maybe could have just been listening to this, but instead Kyle's like waiting for the re- like what's what's your point? Like what yeah. does this have to do with the other day? And then Sutton goes, So it was weighing on me. Like, Mm -hmm. so she's done with her point. She's done with her point. She's made her point. You then could have maybe brought that up in the moment of the scene Mm -hmm. because you were claiming Kyle wasn't talking about what was going on with her. And Kyle was like, are you okay? And you instead were like, are you okay? And so to me, I'm like, this feels as this feels very much just a strategic thing. And it's not going to get the outcome you're looking for because then she has the nerve to end it with. But don't worry. He's he's moving. I'm not moving. Um, so I'm, but I am going to get him full time, and I need to get more child support. So, like, okay, well, I now I really she, don't get it. So the thing is, I do think it was a bit of a strategy because Kyle. It was is a clear- complete strategy. Yeah, because Kyle is definitely trying to allude to Sutton mm-hmm. having a drinking problem, and she does not want that narrative out there. Do you How- think she knows yet? Well, I feel like when she, like the thing is, Sutton definitely was drunk in that scene, and I think that she's oh maybe she's think, okay like she's like it. yeah, but I honestly I do the thing is I do think all of that has I don't think that she's making it up and no no not at all but the thing is like it, that could be like I think this is what Sutton should have did she could have told Kyle all of that not in the way she did but like say. I was a little off and I started drinking because I had a fucking hard day with my ex-husband. He was threatening to take my, uh, not even asking, asking me to move, telling me I'm moving. He, he, I know that it is, I know that I have all this money, but he scares me. And it was, and I was frustrated that day. I didn't let you know. And I was taking some stuff out on you and not really being honest with you in the moment. Exactly. And, and, you know. Everything is fine now, so thank God. But th- that was happening to me, and then I got emotional and sorry. Like that 
would have been I would have been fine with that, but she just always does it in her sudden way. So Kyle and but and but also Kyle, I don't think she would have cared. I don't think that Kyle would even if she said it in a better way, I think Kyle has made up her mind and she was like, You are being weird, you have a drinking problem, and you're just making excuses. I think that just She's just made up her mind. I uh, This is where I saw in the scene that they're both doing the exact same thing then to each other. And Crystal later says that. She nails it when she's like, I, yeah, you're both doing that. Because Sutton claiming, like, okay, so let's say all of that happened. Right. Let's say that she really was affected by the conversation with, because she had the conversation with him before Vegas. Mm. She says that on the after show. So it was like as she was on her way to the airport. So it's Mm -hmm. been quite some time. And if she's known that this is making her off, Mm -hmm. she she made it seem like that it happened that day. But also if Kyle's asking her in the scene at her house, like, are you okay? It feels like she could have, if it really was what was weighing on her, it feels like it would have been like, well, no, because this happened with Christian or whatever. Then she sees Kyle at Garcelle's and also doesn't say it there. Mm-hmm. Just just accuses Kyle of being mean. You're being mean. You're not respecting me. And then now she's getting this, well, it was actually because of Christian and whatnot and whatnot. I'm not buying it. I don't think, I think it happened, but I think she's trying to put it in here and it was just to get Kyle to talk about what's going on with her and Mauricio. That's a fair point. That's yeah. a fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I think she was, because then she, but you can't like bait sympathy from someone if you're already in a fight with them yeah by then by then rounding out your conversation by saying i'm gonna get more child support it's like that's okay, why honey. Sutton always i was like Sutton always does that like you really should have left that out you really should have because it's like yeah i'm not gonna like be feel sorry for you when you're gonna you already get a lot of money and it's like this is and but she's like i have to go against him legally it's like yeah i get it okay still really hard to feel bad for you and also, yeah. again, does this is this what was wrong with you that day? And like you said, if she had said, yeah. that was it's been weighing on me since Vegas, and I was, you know, really upset, and I just wasn't ready to talk about it. Yeah, but instead, she just she just she says it like that and expects Kyle to be like, oh, that's what it is. And instead, Kyle's like, so how is this? How is this not just an excuse? You do this a lot. Like, yeah. you, you know, when you were selling your house and that's why you freaked out in Lake Tahoe, which mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, that's why she said she was freaking out. It's because she was selling her house, which was yeah. also like rich people problems. You know what I mean? Like Sutton does do this. Yes. 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 I agree. I agree. But then like that's what I don't know. Sutton, Sutton, Sutton's strange. And I feel like she is in such a different world, but that doesn't mean like I try to like I'm try- I know she's there's people with more problems than her, but like I'm trying to find the empathy to be like, okay, if someone's gonna take my kid away from me, like no matter if you're rich or not, I would be like, that's that's fucked up. But I do agree that it seemed like an afterthought tactic mm-hmm. that she she used. Um but even if it wasn't, I just don't think Kyle would care. At that point, no. Not in the context of, you know, basically excusing all of the behavior that you think is weird. Like, yeah. Kyle Kyle wants something else out of her. Yeah, she's not going to, like, that's not going to satisfy her. Like, nah. Because <laughs> like, yeah. then Garcelle's like, where are they? And G- Crystal goes to check on them. And she's like, I, it cut, it cut back over to Sutton being like, you're not the friend that I know right now. 
because Kyle's not being sympathetic to her. Yeah. And Crystal lets them keep talking. And Sutton says, well, we can just sit here. If We can just go sit if you're not going to be honest. And Kyle's, this is where I also started getting irritated with Sutton. I do want Sutton just to fucking say it. I don't like yeah. that she is alluding to something. And that I do understand with Kyle. If you're going to have the balls to allude to it, say it. Because that's you, not cool. Do you? But do you think that Sutton is alluding to it because she doesn't want to get caught in Kyle's trap of being the one to yes. out it? Yes, but then don't – like you can't – you got to find a better way to do it. That's why right. when they get back to the table – well, first – this is why I'm wondering if Sutton didn't know that the drinking thing was even going to be brought up because at the end – Kyle then says, I don't know if it's your medication for your feet. Stop. I, don't, I, I, I gagged when she said that. I don't know if this was your that was your first drink or whatever. And that's when Sutton just gets up. Mm-hmm. And so I think that might have been the first time she's like, oh, she's going to be acting like it's a drinking thing. Okay. Because then Sutton see. leaves abruptly and then that's when she shamelessly – they're like, where's where's Kyle? Probably in denial about something. That gagged me too. You know what I mean? Um, but Crystal, again, came coming through, right? She's like, you're both doing the same thing to each other. And then they get back to the table. They do the, they, I thought it was cool that they take the individual dosing order. Like that, that way everyone can participate. Yeah. I kind of want to do that. That uh, looks so too. cool. Me too. But then Crystal, she's like, no, 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 we're not, we're not leaving this there. She goes, guys, before we start dinner, I think we should clear the air if possible. And then she doesn't even let it, let it go there. She goes, I walked in there and you guys were screaming at each other saying you were being dishonest. I'm like, yes. She set it, set it up. We're like, now everyone knows the gist and now you guys have to talk. That was very, very well done, Crystal. And Denise's face was like, <laughs> a me- like that, someone make that into a meme. She was just like, like dun dun dun, she's <laughs> like, ready. Um, and so Kyle's, I'm I'm there with Kyle. It's like I don't. She's like I don't like if a, when a friend is going to make veiled threats to me. Mm-hmm. But then Sutton, I'm sorry, Sutton. To me, Sutton's like she's. I shared something with you that was very <laughs> personal, and you kind of made fun of it. I'm like okay, so you just wanted her to say what was going on, but you're yeah. still not willing to say it. So thank God for Garcelle. Yes. Because honestly, if Sutton didn't have Garcelle, I would have been really irritated with Sutton. But Garcelle's finally, because Anne-Marie's like, am I the only one lost here? What's happening? Sutton, like, is there something going on in your personal life? And then finally, Anne-Marie's like, with what, though? Like, you're still not saying it? Garcelle goes, with her marriage. Yes. So, but Sutton, like. But wait, she- then Erica goes, really? <laughs> and Garcelle goes, yes. Like, so strong, but not mean. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know how she dances that line so well because there's no judgment in it. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. There's no that's judgment. Exactly what it is. Yep. Because she goes, "What's with the new wedding band?" Sutton is just lucky, lucky that this is coming out. That Garcelle is willing to take the ball and run, take it to the finish yard or line or whatever the hell they do in sports. Well, that's remember Garcelle had to do that for Sutton mm-hmm. uh, last was it last season with Probably. the whole Di- the Diana thing. I or no, that Diana thing with the um Lisa Rinna thing, where Which they were part? there like, were so many. The it was the first episode when uh, they were at uh, Lisa Rinna's uh, husband's birthday dinner. Oh yes. And she was dancing around it. And then Garcelle was like, just show them the, the texts or whatever, the papers. I was like, because she was so, she's like, do it. Yeah, just bring them out. Bring them out. Um, Garcelle admits, she's like, I thought it was a makeup band. You know, like, I messed up. Here you go. She's like, like, I have a diamond cross. And that saved her because she got to then relate it to herself. 
And mm-hmm. Erica laughs. Now Erica laughs. Did it burst into flames? And then Garcelle just gets to laugh. Yeah. And then Camille, I used to get cars. And I'm like, how did she do this? Like, this is like Garcelle is managing. So good. I mean, it really like it amazed me how she was so direct with Kyle, but then able to still laugh and keep it funny. Yeah. And then fucking Faye tries. She's like, it just seems so inappropriate asking about her marriage at a table and talking behind backs. So, did you hear Garcelle goes, who was that? Oh, Faye. Mm. Uh, <laughs> like, I, d- I did miss that. I missed that. Thank you. Yeah. Like she's like, of course that's who's saying that. Right. But then Kyle tries to get Garcelle and she's like, I mean, where did you get that necklace? And Garcelle pauses and then goes, Zara and they both <laughs> laugh like Kyle like she really tried to do something and she had to admit to herself like damn that was good damn that was good and she because like Garcelle kind of didn't want to say it she's like, she's like damn it Zara because like, <laughs> I know and that because she already knows everybody's gonna be looking it up there's no way you can lie so she's like god damn it so I just was so amazed that yet again Garcelle is able to deliver this blunt honest shit but it doesn't feel like she's malicious. And even when they were talking in the after show about all of each other in that scene, it wasn't about how Garcelle fucked up. It was about like only Sutton. Yeah, because Sutton was had judgment. Yes. It's, it's, it's the clear difference. Sutton, there's yes. judgment. Yes. Garcelle, there's no judgment. You're right. You're right. Well, and then because then Sutton starts going, well, then it's all cleared up. You cleared it all up, Kyle. You cleared it all up. And finally, Kyle puts it together and she goes, ah, okay, so what you're saying is my husband cheated on me. And, See, and that, yeah. Mm, Kyle was ahead. tired of waiting for her to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She was she absolutely sick and tired of it. Exactly. Sick and tired. But then Kyle's like, you know, I told, I, what's so sad is I told you guys at the retreat that this has not been our best year. Is that not enough for you guys? And I'm like, Kyle, no, <laughs> because you didn't, that's, that again, that doesn't, we don't get it. Like, uh, Kyle saying it's a bad year is not that big a deal. Yeah, and also Kyle knows for damn sure if this was any other lady in and they were saying that Kyle will be investigating the shit out of it. Like, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Kyle has this double standard about her and Mauricio's life that she's always had that irritates me, and she's always been protected by I feel like producers. And I am here for like let's let's hear it all like. Put it on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle's like, do you want my husband to have cheated and bought me that band? He didn't. I bought it myself. And that camera angle and the way Kyle's looking at Sutton is intense. And Sutton just goes, great, Kyle. I'm happy. I'm content with all of your answers. I bet you Garcelle's like, damn it, Sutton. <laughs> like, don't do that. <laughs> Finally, Kyle snaps, though, and says, why is it so bad I'm not drinking? The next day I feel down and depressed, and I can't afford to feel depressed right now. And it's like, okay, th- 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 that's what we don't understand. We don't – we get that something must have precipitated this lifestyle change. We yes. figure that out. But, like, we don't know what it is. It's like an elephant in the room that we're not allowed to ask about. So, okay, so you can't afford to be depressed right now. Okay, Thank Why, you. Though? What is it? Like, what is it? St- still, only Lisa Renna and Kathy know what Kathy said in Aspen about Kyle's family. So, th- no, everyone's in the dark. Yeah. I think Kathy is like so happy that this is happening, though, because mm-hmm. I just don't think she's ever like Mauricio. Well, I mean, that it, it kind of what you think about it is the root of the entire rift. Like, yeah, that's why they stopped speaking was because Mauricio, you know, took clients and started his own agency yeah and kyle had to just kind of support him 
Mm-hmm. in that. I'm sure she had something to do with it too, but like if you take Mauricio out of it and can speak openly about how she feels about Mauricio, I'm sure that changes the game for Kathy. You know what I mean? Like she's like, finally, now I can tell you how I really feel. And she's probably so excited. She's like, yes, have a lesbian love affair. Kathy's like, I'm here for that. Totally. You know, but I, I still don't know if Kyle's prepared, is is able to like fully access that side of her. I, I think that's like the thing is, I just don't see Kyle long term, like making a, a lifestyle mm. change. I do think that it's a fun thing for her to do right now. Um, and it's a and it's a way for her to escape her loveless marriage that will never fulfill her. Yep. That's. <laughs> So sorry, Kyle, but yeah, you're she, Kyle deserves to have a season like this. She's had many, many a easy seasons. Yes. And so if this if something this big is going on in your life, like the end of your marriage to Mauricio, who we've known you to be with this entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's you're gonna have to talk about it. Yeah. I I was really loving this dinner scene. Um, all right, that's it. That's all. Uh love you guys. Mean it. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much for watching and for listening to She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. If you haven't already, would you mind leaving a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you listen? That would be amazing. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you are subscribed and hit that bell so you don't miss an episode. And if you're looking for more content, more exclusive bonus content, check out the Patreon. I post two exclusive episodes a month and I'm covering just the Bravo jams like classic Roni, Atlanta, and of course Vanderpump Rules. If you just want to support the show, head to buymeacoffee.com slash shespeaksbravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. We also have merch available at shespeaksbravo.com. And if you're interested in hearing my takes on non-Bravo shows, check out my new podcast, She Speaks It All. I cover the challenge, drag race, and any other show I'm obsessed with that's not Bravo. She Speaks It All is available everywhere you get your podcasts, just like this show. Make sure you're following me on the social medias. I am She Speaks Bravo across all platforms. Thank you so much for any support you give the show, even if it's just listening. I appreciate you. Love you. Mean it. I'll see you soon. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.